Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good pal, Dave Damashek, heel producer, Jim Cunningham, babyface Joel Solomon. We're all here, Dave. It's You're probably listening to this on Thursday, April Fool's Day. Um, it's funny. I play jokes all year, and uh, April Fool's is like the day I take off. I play pranks on people, but yeah, I, I step aside. Good for you. I yeah. love that, Sal. That's perfect. That's Thank like you. most people. Like, you know, when I was 22, I would take off New Year's Eve or mm-hmm. maybe more like 25 because I realized amateur hour. You know, I'm not right. I, that, that, that let, let all the the jerks have their fun for one day. I, I dominate the 364 otherwise. Good there for you. you. That does make a ton of sense for you. Well, uh, someone's not uh, playing my game, though, because I feel like someone, I wasn't going to talk about this, and I'm like, what What the hell? I got the shot, and I am feeling like shit. This is the COVID, mm. the COVID shot I'm talking about, Dave. Oh, yes. Okay. The vaccination. I got poked. I, uh, You know what? I saw the line. I was like, how old are you? The woman's like 73. I might get the Get behind me. I'm going ahead of you. I just jumped the line. I just, I just did whatever I want. And so I got the shot. And now, ironically, and maybe it's an April Fool's prank by Mother Nature or whoever, I am the sickest I've ever been, or at least the sickest I've been this year. So here we go. <laughs> I may let you talk for an hour. I may let you do um, an hour on the the, the Penguins um, shorthanded line if you want. Well, listen, everything, everything feels upside down all of a sudden. The mm-hmm. uh, the Sabres beat the Flyers breaking. What is it? 17 games, 18 games. I've been I riding so. uh, against the Sabres, 18 games. And the Flyers, that they they barely survived the Sabres a, a few nights ago. And then they actually did get got this time. The the Celtics not looking good lately. They lost at home now to the yeah. Mavs and and so on and so forth. So I guess that uh, just keep talking. I'm gonna let you. You got the, you okay. got an hour. I'm gonna let you go. No. <laughs> well, don't I, don't. Uh, I I like you couldn't even you couldn't even give it half a beat before you had to interrupt it because people are reaching for the for the what? stop button on on the on the podcast. Like we're not no. Just joking. Dave is not going to talk. At life here. <laughs> I'm not. Himself. I'm not joking at all. I guess there is some stuff we have to get to. The all final right. four is set. It's Baylor and Houston. Baylor is a five point favorite on Fanduel. Gonzaga, a fourteen point favorite, the largest since 1985. Largest final four spread over UCLA. That over under is 145 and a half. Let's just talk about the games. Um, well, I think it's, well, you do. I, 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 you I don't you know sound do. defeated. So I, 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 really I know. I'm did. sorry. I'll, I'll pick but it we up. Did, last I'm just time trying we to analyze spoke. it. Yeah, because okay, we have been on Monday. Yes. On Monday, when we spoke before what we those games, mm-hmm. we emerged victorious. Um, yes, we went. Uh, we went undefeated with our picks there. Oregon State got a little lucky. Both were close to the spread, right? Yeah. We took Oregon State over Houston. I think they were getting seven or eight. They lost by six or five, something like that. Uh huh. It's a great feeling when when you're just like. Oh my God! Got to survive one more trip down the court here. Maybe somebody will throw in a three, a celebratory one, or an uncontested yeah. dunk by the. And both with, with those, it's a great, it's a great moment in gambling mm-hmm. when the guy has the ball and you realize, oh, they're not going to foul here, and he just wraps the ball up like this yeah. for the final four seconds, and you're like, we're going to do it, and that's exactly what happened <laughs> with the Beavers by by half a point there. And the only person I was happier for than us or the people I were only had was that uh, we're Jeff Schwartz and Brian Scalabrini, Pac-12 yeah. enthusiasts who cheer. <laughs> they don't care. They just want the, the whole conference to win. That's well, this is this is the test we presented with Scalabrini, and I heard you basically did with uh, Jeff Schwartz, too. Now you have UCLA. You mean to tell me you want UCLA if you went to USC? If you went to USC especially, you want UCLA to win this? You, you're going to sh- what are you going to show up at the parade? How far does this go, Scalabrini, Jeff Schwartz? It's like. UCLA now that USC is out? Come on. I'm not buying it. I'm and in not. the meantime, where is the parade for the Southwest uh, Conference? I mean, when we grew up, all that, these are the teams that were vying for the for the Cotton Bowl annually. Yeah. were Baylor and, uh, and and Arkansas and Houston. Right. And, um, you know, now where, where's their parade here? So, Everybody's talking about the Pac-12. Let's pick these games. Um, boy, that, uh, you know, it's easy to say and I might just say it, that UCLA, what the hell, they barely scored 50 against Michigan. Uh, Michigan was atrocious at the free throw line. So was Alabama. But maybe that's why UCLA is a team of destiny. I don't know how to play it here, 
Um, I know if they score 50, they're not going to stay with Gonzaga. I know they don't have the two best players on the court. Um, Suggs and Time are the best uh, in that game. I know that uh, Ju Zhang, I mean, he's not going to, he scored 55% of their points. So I can't You know score what? 50. I didn't connect those dots watching the, watching the game the whole way through. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, for a single game, obviously, um, for, th- for that to happen. But Martin Weiss pointed that out, our pal, of course, yeah. here on Extra Points. And um, yeah, that's that's remarkable. But it, it was the nature of the buckets he was making in the second half that right. really stood out. I mean, he loaded up in the first half. But th- I mean, those those were, were some rugged baskets and yep. different types of baskets, taking it to the goal, uh, contested long twos and otherwise. But yes, I'm with you. Ultimately, we can wax for the next 45 minutes or I'll just do it alone so you can rest. Either way, how are you? You're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go gonna... UCLA. I'm gonna are take them. Really? Yeah, very, very, very tentatively because I have to pick it. Because here's the it. thing: even the best teams, they have a little bit of a scare. And in this case, a scare would be a, a ten point win, right, for Gonzaga. But even the best, like I said, Christian Leitner's Duke Blue Devils had to make that crazy shot against Kentucky. That's one of the greatest teams of all time. Remember uh, Tyus Edney, right, going court uh, coast to coast. Against Missouri, that team uh, won the championship in 95. Gonzaga, you know, maybe it's the next game against Baylor or Houston. What do you think? But I think it I think it happens. I think UCLA scores 65. Gonzaga scores about 75, 76. And UCLA covers. Well, you're going to so take, you're going you're under take Gonzaga. Too. Yeah, you're I think gonna, yeah Gonzaga's been putting up lofty point totals, like you say, uh, mm-hmm. UCLA. Um, the the opposite against Michigan there. Gorgeous, though. What a Rose Bowl uh, yeah. beauty that was. Those two uniforms side-by-side uh, side out there. Yeah, to your point, Gonzaga has won its games in the tournament by 43, 16, 18, and 19. And by mm. the way, to throw in there, ba- Baylor, after their little swoon at with COVID and everything else, and they lose the one, and they lose the uh, conference tournament game, they've won by 24, 13, 11, Nine, I guess you could say that's a trend because a, a downward trend for them. But uh, right. nevertheless, neither team has been challenged at all. And, you know, anecdotally, without looking too much of it up, like you say, you just cited two great examples of juggernaut teams that did get tested somewhere right. along the way. I, you know, I, 90 UNLV is the one to me. They beat in that tournament. They beat three teams, including in the title game. They beat Duke by 30 points, which is mm-hmm. a funny numerical uh, oddity that they won three of six games by exactly 30 points. Yeah. But they almost lost to Ball State they, sure. uh, along the way before they ever got to the final four. Uh, they, I think they beat them by two or three in that one. So to your point, yes, doesn't the Gonzaga isn't just going to run the table and whip everybody along the way, or are they? Ugh. And if they do, then, I mean, do we start making the talk about that they're the best single season team of all time? You could definitely start the talk. I think, but uh, and as far as the under goes, I'm sick of betting overs here. I know they've come down to, but they really have this figured out. Fandle and all the smart people there. But I- I'm sick of looking at the score at the second TV timeout. You know what is it under 12, and the score is like seven four or or nine to two or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm going under. But here's the thing: the last the the last four double digit seeds in the final four since 2006. George Mason lost to Florida by 15. VCU lost to Butler by eight. Syracuse lost to North Carolina by 17. Loyola, Chicago lost to Michigan by 12. All those underdogs failed to cover. Will UCLA cover against Gonzaga? You're not going to pull the trigger on it, are you? Well, it's fine. I, it, I don't like those gigantic point totals. And, and you know, it, it kind of is one of those things. It's like a college football game uh, by compa- is a decent comp. Is like when the first string, when you get the halftime and you're up, you know, uh, 34 to nothing or whatever. Like, you know, who know? I, I don't know how sideways things get. And when the second string guys do or don't do, and all mm. of a sudden the game's like, ah, it's right at the, it's right at the, where, where they set the number mm. ahead of time. I don't, I, I'm, I'm not going to go against Gonzaga. I want this to happen. I want all Gonzaga right. to play Baylor. I'm going to go with that, but I'm with you though. Uh, the better bet is the under. I, mm. I, I, I that seems like a lofty point total. And in the other one, both have been middling against the spread the last, uh, their uh, respective last um, 10 games. Like I say, Baylor has been pretty much taking the pipe to everybody. Houston, though, more successful. They've won 11 in a row. Baylor, like I mentioned, has lost two out of their last, uh, I think, 
nine, is it? Something like that, for what that matters. Um, but uh, Baylor, the the superior conference, of course, like I say, um, I'm going to take Baylor here mm-hmm. and, and and get our dream final here. And then the the, the tournament will have been worthwhile. As long have as we s- get the Zags and the, and the Bears, all will be right. And I'll owe you an apology. For uh, no, no, you already owe it. You already owe it. There's two ones, a two, and then you have to send the relative. But also, again, yeah. Oral Roberts almost. <laughs> no, no, we're not talking. Well, that would have been that. dumb. That would have ruined it, and then there wouldn't have been a case for it. But okay, you, okay, we, we survived. I, I get it. We if got one the- bad team wins two games that invalidates everything. Well, there were more than one bad team. Uh, Oregon State. What the hell were they doing? Well, Why let me just say this. Let play? me point this out because you you have no problem watching a six versus seven seed in the NHL second round for seven games, not just one. So that's why you could. Do, that's why you have to watch it. But there's been more upsets this year. In the tournament, now an upset is a five seed or lower than any other year. 14 upsets. Um, 2014, there were 13. 1985, there were 13. And yet, we still have two ones, a two, and an 11. That's what makes this great. But on to the game that you brought I'm up. with you. I, 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 You know what? Maybe I have to back down. If we can continue to get these re- results, then everybody's yeah. getting what they want. You get your, fa- your, your fun upsets. Uh, yeah. Two weekends ago, I get, uh, I, you know, I, I get the... Uh, the meritocracy that I create. That's right. Baylor versus ranked teams, nine and two, an average margin of victory, 10.4. If you like, uh, if you want to take Houston as an underdog, the last 13, they're 11 and two against the spread. Pretty good. Baylor went favored by fewer than eight points, eight and one and eight and one against the number average margin of victory, 11. And then if there's good numbers for Houston's defense this season, second, uh, overall national rank opponents points per game. But I think I think it's all about guard play. We had Steve Lavin on against all odds last week. Have you seen this Macy Oteague shoot? Have you seen his um his set shot from behind the arc? That's the way you're supposed to do it. You know, Chitwood and company, they were set shooters. They didn't even they know were what doing I'm the, the, the newfangled jumper from 24 plus. That's too much. You don't want to, that, that, that wears out your legs. You can never win the three point. That's why Larry Bird always won the three point shooting contest. You understand? Cause he always, it, it's a set shot. He barely left his heels to shoot the ball. Whereas everybody else was taking straight up. No, jumpers. that's fine. It's what he does with the ball. He has it at his head. Then he brings it back to his belly and then right back at his head. It's really fascinating to watch. Joel, did you see that? Have you seen Macy Oteague uh, unleash uh, from behind the arc? I was watching the Sabres game. The Come Sabres. on, stop that. Stop that now. <laughs> it's Macy Oteague. It's Davion Mitchell. It's uh, Jared Butler. Those are the outstanding guards. I think guard play is what does it. Houston did not shoot well um, in their last game. Uh, the guards did, and I think they were like 7 for 24 or something terrible. I'm taking Baylor minus the five points. What do you like? That's I'm with you. I'm going okay. uh, uh, Baylor. And the and then we will uh, then we will hopefully get on Monday night. We will preview it for you the next time we speak. Well, the next time we, me and Sal, get in your ears, mm-hmm. we will be talking about a grand, a grand final. Really good. If, it, maybe if COVID hadn't gotten in the way, it would be two undefeateds. Yeah, you're right. Can UCLA be called a Cinderella? No, do, it's, do we, it, it's been it's bothering not. me since they were doing it the whole game, and yeah, it had that vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um. I felt like there was a certain, I always say the thing about when you're a heavy favorite and you're a fan of a heavy favorite, what stinks is if you watch sports for too many years, it, it steals the glee. You you don't have any actual joy. You just feel Mm -hmm. relieved. I felt like the kids on UCLA were like you in their faces. They're like, we're going to the final four. It's like, phew, good thing that happened while I was at UCLA. Cause that's why you come to UCLA is to have a shot at the final four. Yeah. And, and now we got there and they kept calling them Cinderella, but it's UCLA and it's John Wooden and it's uh, the 95 right. team and it's everything. It's the, the Ben Howland teams. And, and so I think it's kind of like, you can't call them Cinderella. I'm going to give you another movie character. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's John Travolta's character in Pulp Fiction. It's, <laughs> he just, he was just gone for a little while. And now he's back, and we've been reminded, like, oh, oh yeah, the movies are oh. good when he's in them. You know? I was going like, to say, that guy died on the toilet. Them. I don't know if that's, uh, I mean, that probably UCLA's yeah, fake, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to, right. I see. This, I this kept the final it in four. the- It's like a bowl game, like right. it's not a toilet bowl, but yeah, they're going to get flushed oh. by games. Oh, that's it. I it kept works. it in the uh, fairy tale realm. I thought more Snow White than Cinderella. Like, Snow White <laughs> gets the prince at the end, but, you know, she was beautiful. <laughs> Had the nice dress. It wasn't so much a rags to riches story. Yeah, she had to deal with those dumb dwarves and everything. But um, and there was a witch or something. But you knew, you knew at the end. Um, you know, she she had the grit 
right, to get there. In fact, UCLA is a power five, power six conference, whatever they call them now. It was uh, unlikely that they got to where they were. My God, they were down 14 to Michigan State in that play-in game, in which, ironically, Michigan State ended up screwing Michigan, right? If they just would have taken care of business, maybe Michigan doesn't lose to UCLA in the, uh, well, they wouldn't have because they wouldn't have played them. Um, I'm glad you mentioned eight. this. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Maybe we'll let you skip it because I don't, I, I'm done with the curmudgeon stuff about this tournament. Oh, come on. But I do want to say what you just said. I, I, you, that's exactly right. This was a team that wasn't even properly five years ago or six years ago, whenever they added these extra teams, the play in thing. Um, this is a team that might not even have made the tournament. Now they're in the final four. It's this, it, it does kind of lend itself to my argument about these games are coin flips and, and very, yes. And an argument that was, has just been it. completely crushed. There is just this little well, sliver of not completely crushed based on what I just said, but okay. I don't, I don't want to get into that. I, I want to have should. a sunny disposition. You Let's need ask though. Right what, what sport I'm not even trying to be argumentative here. Which sport is the best at producing an elite team as champion on, you know, based on their postseason tournament or whatever it is. I think it's NBA. I think the NBA does a good job, and which makes me wonder why NHL is so, so far lagging in that. But NBA, I think it's because there are five guys, basically five starters, fewer guys who could screw it up, right? Maybe Tom Brady and the Bucks are the best team, but if the kick returner muffs three kicks, you know, might not be enough for, you know, so you have to worry about 22 guys on the field. NBA, it's the five starters. For some reason that hockey doesn't have this, home court advantage means a lot. You'll see teams at 33 and eight at the end of the year with a home, you know, their home record and it carries over into the playoffs. And that's why typically I think the NBA champion is a very good team. You're not going to see, and obviously the three out of four, four to seven. Why doesn't hockey have this? Why is there no home what ice advantage? I, I know there have been anomalous teams playing in the Stanley cup final, but I think it goes uh, in terms. You, you of know who, what I'm talking about. Yeah, when the I, eight seed, when the eight seed is up two nothing, at, at, I hear you. Uh, to the, oh, uh, but I'm talking team. about the ultimate result. I mean, what what during our our lifetimes, it hasn't happened as much in the 21st century because hockey, just like every other pro sport, has free agency now, so it's hard to sustain any sort of dynasty. Um, but you know, in our lifetime, who's who's been more dynastic, uh, d- uh, dynasty inclined more than the NHL? The, the the Habs win four straight. You're going to talk about Islanders 40 years ago, 50 straight. years ago. We've seen a, a fair know, share well, of uh, eight versus like that. one. It's the Yankees, I guess, are the most sustained, like actually winning titles at the back end of the of the 90s um, and at the uh, first uh, first year of the 21st century. But um, the thing that eats away at you is that the bad teams are advancing. So with that said, why is there, I'm trying to break it down for you. Why is there no home ice advantage in those series where the eight seed takes the first two? Like it's all know. nature of the game stuff. I mean, the, the, the correct answer has to be among our most popular North American sports is college football because mm. they only put four teams into the, into the right. mix. So okay. you can't have some you know, mediocre team that that's uh, some plucky bunch that sneaks through. They're going to be good by definition. They don't allow for uh, any hijinks. Right. So right. for but, sure. And, and, and by the way, theoretically, I should love this, that, that final four much more than I do every other postseason right. tournament. I just am raw about given it's, it's nature, the, the flow of it, the, the, the episodic nature of college football is corrupted when they say, yeah, we know you lost, but we're going to still put you into the into the final four anyway. Like, no, you no, put an undefeated team in. You can't put a team that already lost to one of these other final four teams, like what happened with Notre Dame yeah, against Clemson. Oh yeah, I know you lost to Clemson. Get it? Maybe you get another shot. Well, uh, a lot of times it has dumb. to do with what's sitting waiting in line, right? And if it's the Cincinnati Bearcats, um, not fun for the sport, not fun for the fan. I don't think. Disagree. But I hear I, what you're saying. I know it's fun. The name brand is what people like that. That's lowest common denominator. That's why people like that. That's why the network and, and uh, the and college football likes Notre Dame because of the brand name um, that Notre Dame brings. But of course, the one thing we know is when you see Notre Dame lose to Clemson is, mm. well, we know one team that definitely isn't going to be Clemson after we just watched them lose by three or four touchdowns. So we can rule them out of the final four. And yet they put them back in. Makes no sense. NBA, though. For a more expanded playoff kind of vibe, I'm with you 100%. And again, nature of the game with that. And consider 
these two hypotheticals. I know I've I've thrown them at you many times before, Sal. But if the Nets played the Pistons, the 2021 Nets played the 2021 Pistons mm-hmm. in 10 best of seven series, the Nets would win them all. They would they, they, the, the right. Pistons would not win one of those series. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's even best of five, just to give them a puncher's okay. chance. They would not win any of those no, no, series. Nine out of ten. Yeah. If the dot right there. No, no. They would sweep that. The, oh, the Pistons okay. would not win three out of five. Oh, again. these are statements. I, I thought I was involved. This in is this. a declarative okay, statement. Go Thank ahead. you for what accepting else? in advance. Mm-hmm. Two, and the second one, though, you are right. Nine out of ten, maybe even eight out of ten. If the LA Dodgers played the Pittsburgh Pirates. No. In 10 best of five series, the Pirates would win. They would win two of those series. That's the way baseball That's goes. That's fine. That's still a very good percentage. If Tampa Bay Lightning played the Detroit Red Wings uh, in 10 series, I think we're looking at seven. That's not best. No, it's... Well, just watch the game. Well, have you taken the playoffs off? Because this happens all the time. Where eights, What happens when an eight upsets a one for you? I you have I remember way back, Sal. You've been doing this for twenty plus years now, what? since at least since at least I've known you. Oh. Is you love those? I, I mean, it it it's scary stuff. It's not my money, but I remember way back you would bet the favorites in the first round of the NHL Still playoffs, and yeah. I just thought that was crazy. Well, I, just, I think that's why I'm angry because I get I get <laughs> I make such dumb you get, bets. You lose one of those. That's right. I had a bet. Uh, I had our friend, the beast and I had our friend, Brian Polk jump on this. I was like, look, how much money you want to make? Uh, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, how much you want to make? I'll talk to you, like $500. Like, yeah. Like, all right, good. You're going to make $500. Here's what we do. No triple overtimes in the NHL playoffs. We're going to bet it. It's like, what? Don't we have to bet a lot? Like that? Nah, don't worry. How much do you want to bet? How much you want to win? Like, you want to win five? I'll get you five hundred dollars. The very first playoff game went to triple overtime, <laughs> and I said, "Well, listen, we'll always have money." And they didn't accept that. That we'll always have. They money. were upset they by like, that. They didn't like that. But that's exactly right. It's the same thing that everybody <laughs> who goes to Vegas for the first time or, or sits down in a casino, they think they're gonna they're gonna trick the system that has right. existed for at least I don't know how long, uh, 200, 500 years, twenty one. Right. Like, yeah, I got. Oh, I, I I have a way to 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 beat the house here. And that's just like, I, if I if I lose a hand, double the bet. Just going to keep doubling until I Martin get my Gale, money back. Martingale yeah. system doesn't work. Well, it does doesn't not work. work. Right. So that's what you were basically kind of applying. You're right. Like, well, that's not going to, that can't lose, right? Well, it happens once, then you're going to feel burned. Well, you know that's why that why. doesn't work. Now we got work. to the root of it. We solved nope. this. That's why they have table limits. That's why it doesn't work right. so that you can't do right. that, right? So even if you try to win lunch every day, let's say $10 and you double up, I think you can only do it like seven or eight times before you hit the table limit. And then you got to take your chasing money to another table. So well, it's vexing. That's exactly right. Yes. But it's more because you know by the number, I could do this yeah. almost every time. And I will always get back to square, if not ahead. But if I ever get it wrong if it ever goes against yeah me, i'm really and it's BF. stupid because if you've right. ever played even 20 hours of blackjack you know that you could go eight in a row losing or winning so uh yeah uh what did you send me here joel what is this i i know dave you know is a hockey savant and i uh he's very into trophies and the mm. hockey awards the president's trophy which is like the most meaningless trophy. We're going to give you a, a trophy it, for winning the I regular this, season. I just had Who this conversation with my old man. He's He had the same conversation that Sal is, uh, is perpetuating yeah. here. I agree. There's something weird about that President's Cup specifically. The very best team has a really bad record. Of doing that. I well, think it depends which president, wire, which, which president to- it's honoring. I guess it depends, right? it's made a little more sense in recent years like who the good presidents were and how often the teams that won the president's cup Uh, during those four years did well yeah maybe we got all the best people on this team i don't know why we bowed out to the red wings and five all all these presidents would have been (laughs) impeached because uh not since 2012 13 when the blackhawks were the best team in hockey did they win the cup ever since oh then, come it, on dave oh, why does everybody on. why but it's the same thing as the the masters um par three thing it's like it's well known like you win that you don't win anybody who wins the par three at the masters never wins the proper tournament like here you know what i would do then not win the par three that's yeah. one thing i wouldn't do right 
All right. Make well, a we still point haven't gotten an answer. Don't get the president's cup. That's as all. to why there's no home ice uh, advantage, really. I, I really don't think there is, especially when it hits the playoffs. I don't know. Maybe spaghetti or meatballs can jump in. But I will say this. I don't think here's a narrative I'd like to ditch. All it takes is a hot goalie. I don't think we've seen that in a while. Have we seen a goalie like go oh, six games, giving up one goal in the playoffs? Well, no, it's usually a good one that gives up one or two or something. But okay, all you need is a hot goalie. Oh, Eddie Spaghetti's all-time favorite man who played a sport is uh, is Hank right. Lundquist. So you're insulting him with that talk. Uh, but yes, it's a the the it's because Sal viscerally you don't feel like this guy is stealing goals. Boy, this he's keeping them in this game. Because your eye sees, maybe maybe your brain, it doesn't register. But they're so padded up. They're all Michelin men in there. They're not as acrobatic. Patrick Wass was stealing games for the Blue Blonde. Yeah, it seemed Rouge. it happened more when we were younger. Than, because, well, because it felt like they were, because they were doing it. They oh, were standing on their head to make these things. That, you know, say Marty Brodeur on, like everybody fills, uh, you know, nine-tenths of the net with gigantic, padding and and all that nonsense it doesn't feel as um right as uh you know uh, much uh a physical feat as it used to i think but yeah all you're right. right i don't think uh, since hank lundquist maybe would you point at a guy as saying like boy this team wouldn't be there without uh yeah just the the best goaltending we've seen this season it's tough listen you want to bet hockey go for it you want to bet basketball even better, especially this weekend. Tournament down to just four teams. We mentioned them, Baylor, Houston, Gonzaga, and UCLA. And if you've been watching from the sidelines, now's your chance to get in on the action. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking you up with exclusive 40-1 to 1 odds on all four teams left in the bracket, even the favorites. All right, now, Dave, we talked about how nothing makes sense anymore. The Sabres are winning, you know, but... but this does not make sense that Fandle's giving away 40 to 1 odds on any team that Gonzaga, who's uh, like $11 to win $1 favorite, you could take them and get 40 to 1 odds. You win 200 bucks on a $5 bet on Gonzaga. Let me just tell you to do that. Why, why, why even think? Don't overthink it. All you have to do is download the Fandle Sportsbook app and make your first deposit to unlock exclusive 40 to 1 odds. The app is so easy to use. And when you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with promo code extra points so they know we sent you. That's Fandle Sportsbook promo code extra points. If UCLA is to pull this off, do we need a parade? It's getting a little, I, I know it's not right to get out. A pandemic parade. Do we just bust through Lakers, Dodgers, UCLA Bruins? My God, we're not going to see this again, are we? Well, Juzang definitely at least has to get loaded and stagger off of a ship somewhere. I mean, yeah. we got to get that to, <laughs> to match what's going on on the other side of uh, of our sports country. Yeah, it's a little it, it's a little weird. Juicela, would that be offensive? Is that a is that a mixed message for people? It I think is, maybe uh, it is Pesach right now. Maybe there is. A oh, it is right for the final. Oh four, yes, right? yes. Are your parents upset that I'm pulling you away for to do this uh, dumb podcast? Oh, they don't. They they couldn't give a good goddamn sense. They they, <laughs> they, they they're they're happy because uh, their four favorite people, the grandkids, are, oh, that's, are that's, hanging that's... out with them just uh, just underneath where we speak right now. Yeah, um, and your kids yeah. hate the Jews, right? I mean that you they famously they went did. on there and said, yeah. yeah, I know, um, yeah, I know. It's weird. The we the final four questions we did those around the Pesach table. Oh, the, other the day. final that's four a, questions. That's a Jewish joke. I did that one for Babyface <laughs> Joel. You get that one, right? Babyface, you get it. Eat the bitter herb. You open the door for Elijah to come on in, join you at the table. That's the only final four I'm worried about this month. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What's the bitter herb of the year? I oh, forget it. That's all day. Um, <laughs> hey, in addition to April Fool's opening day in baseball, and it's April 1st, so I know I'm going to get a fight out of you, but April now, I, I, it's not the worst month of the year. I know there's basketball, there's hockey, there's stuff going on. Now there's baseball, but can you, I can't believe that we have to wait till May 22nd for basketball playoffs and we have to wait till May 11th, I think, for hockey playoffs. Is anyone going to be upset if we get that going in three weeks? Wait, we need seven more weeks of this? Come it's on. It's a little controversial. You're right to say that April when you have, you know, big time sports going yeah. on, people always, well, it's obviously July, because, but by July and July will who, be good. July is yes. good because it's because it's because football is nigh. Now we now we're now we're I coming together. Now we're getting excited and now we're counting the days until training camp. And that's right. fun. That anticipation is what it's about. I'm with you. April might be 
I never thought about it until you until you laid it out. This I think April. maybe April is. It well, might be a August be is a, probably the worst. August has got to be the worst. Not our friend August. He's definitely also the worst, but Mike August. But um yeah, August has like three bad weeks in it, right? But well, it has those exhibition games where people you yeah. think, oh, this is great, where kids get excited, like, oh, football man, and you see the uniforms come out. Are they having say, them this year? I don't even know. Did they have them? That's a good question. I'm not even I, sure. I, I don't know if they're definitely going to have them. As you mm -hmm. know, they're going to have the 17th game now. So, right, um, right. So I don't know what to make about all that. But um, I'm more. I'm just more worried about you right now, Sal. Is, <laughs> is Melissa? Are they? Are the boys? Is it? Because it, it's weird. You're sick from taking the drug <laughs> that know, is going to so keep stupid. you from being sick. I love. <laughs> you know, I my favorite thing. But one, one of the great days of my lifetime mm -hmm. was uh, when I was driving home down Pico one day. Um, and I saw a tow truck getting towed and mm. I, I, you know, I, I, I ascended to cloud nine and my feet still haven't wow. fully touched the ground ever since. Um, you're sick from the drug that's supposed to keep you from making. Yes. Sick. I need a tow so truck. Do they to take care of you or are they like, well, get over it. You're, you're, you know, well, I made the mistake of my wife got the shot too. And we got it yesterday and she was out like almost immediately. And I was like laughing at her and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, wait till tomorrow for you. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm a big, strong man. I'm a big, fat, strong man. I'll be fine. I'll take anything. And as soon as I actually I was on the 10 driving to work and it walloped me. I'm like, oh, oh crap. No. What am I going to do now? I have to, you know how it is, like whatever it is, like, oh, I got to get to this place and then home an hour later. So uh, somehow I did it. Uh, I stopped off at a bar and, and put, put a few okay. back and then that was good. But, um, but Dave, you talk about your best day ever when finding mm -hmm. the tow trucks. I want to remind you of one that uh, because, you know, I'm like a steel trap. I remember everything you tell me and we can cut this out of the podcast if you want. Um, didn't you make out with someone at a ballpark? I did. I did one time. I did. <laughs> you it wasn't was opening day. At a baseball it wasn't game. opening day. Oh, it was in mid-season form. No. Yeah. 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 All I right. hit the foul pole. I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, what would be the most appropriate. Um uh, uh, yeah, clean this story up here. however you can, but is that, is that all I, you can listen, tell? I, I, I can't, I, I can't tell my, my tale. Yeah. It was a, I, I don't work blue as you know, Jim it, Cunningham. I, I do you want to hear this? That, I did work Dodger blue that day. That's for Jim. Sure. Jim wants to hear this story. Jim, come up. Uh, let's see you for a second. Yeah, please. <laughs> you see, listen, I know. How do you let that down? Jim's in it. He really sounds fascinated <laughs> by it. Where are you coming from here? What? <laughs> What a hipster bar in Los Feliz. Where are you? Are you? You're uh, like in a blimp. Jim, where's Wilson? Just pull Wilson out. And uh, uh, unbelievable what's going on here. All right. I got bad news for spoiler alert on how things wind up with you and your pal Wilson there. <laughs> Jim um, hasn't cut his hair in, in many, many years. But okay, Dave. So God, take, take us through. Inappropriate. You know, yeah. Listen, I, I would I, I what I what I know is that um I was I was told by a um a parking, a, a, a ballpark employee that mm -hmm. uh, I had to knock it off. <laughs> they don't like that. Tommy Lasorda has to be the show. I'm guessing it was a Dodger game. They didn't right? like it. And it's, it's one of those things that's upsetting because, you know, Ty Cobb was a jerk, but Pete Rose is allowed in the hall of fame. He isn't allowed he in is? the hall of fame because oh. he bet. It's like, what, which yeah. is the worst crime spiking guys and being a racist or, and spitting and this and that, or whatever Ty Cobb did yeah. or Pete Rose throwing a little bit of action on, on his red legs. So you were to, doing it in the name of Ty Cobb. Like, Hey, the worst guy in baseball right. history put spikes on the uh, yeah, guy slotting in the you. third. Right. Yeah, nice. You're, you're going to get the spike, uh, head and so, first. And I'm so like, you I, did stop or you didn't listen. I, you know, I, I, uh, I did what I did. Um, but <laughs> what's outrageous about it is now that you bring this up is, and, mm -hmm. and I can find the photograph to, to prove it to you. One of the worst days of my life. Also Dodger stadium. Oh, I, it was sweltering. I went out to the ballpark and, and, and in, for an August, uh, daytime ball game, just, you know, brutal heat, as you know, I'm mm -hmm. um, sitting there in, in Chavez ravine around that time of year. And, uh, I look over my left shoulder and I mean, I'm not talking, I mean, four feet away, if that, an old lady had put her bare stinking foot right up <laughs> next to my head, right up next to my head, Sal. Like, wow. Like this. It was like right up, right up on my head there, but it wasn't I could my visualize. foot, it was her foot. Wow. And it just sat there for innings on end. And I, I got louder and louder about how I didn't like it. <laughs> 
And she I let didn't it pull be known and really? loudly. I didn't like that this foot was hovering behind my head. So you were like, where is this asshole Usher who was uh, stopping me right. from getting the third base? So busy with me, me around third me, base, uh, yeah. expressing, you know, tenderness mm. towards another human being while I'm being attacked by a foot. Right. You know. Now was this? Um, did you inspire Kiss Cam? Because it, it, or or were you reacting to it? I mean, maybe there's a foot cam now. Um, maybe because, but we're not really allowed to embrace anymore. We do to need spit. to start shaming people. I gotta find this photo for you. I'm gonna find it for you. But what uh, of you kissing? There's a freaking photo no. of it. Oh. I mean, maybe, maybe it was uh, spread around <laughs> the the police stations in the greater Los Angeles area. But oh man, beware uh, this man. Let's do this. We went off over a lot of this with uh, Jen Piacenti and the Genera Trifecta. And by the Boy, way, she's Paul great. Duke, she really is great on the I, on, I on baseball, you, especially. She really we, is crazy with the the depth of knowledge. I don't know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Do we know anybody who runs that deep with the baseball, think so. with the obscuro names? I The parlay kid texted me afterwards. He's like, I got to say, I was a little off my game. I'm intimidated by her. I was like, there's nothing wrong. Let's just, we just own it, right? Like, she does her homework. She's into it more. She's more knowledgeable about it. We're all afraid of bringing up someone who's going to have a good year that's like injured, right? So we're like, <laughs> we're like looking, I remember looking at her by, oh, okay, he's playing. Okay, good. All right, I'll go on with my pick. Uh, so <laughs> that was it. But yeah, she did a bang up Brian, job. He, uh, Brian, he retired a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, uh, now playing in Asia. <laughs> but she's terrific. The Dodgers, also terrific. Plus 350 on FanDuel to, to repeat as World Series champions, the Yankees five plus five fifty. That sucks though. You'd have to like root for them, right? If you bet that. And the Padres are eight to one odds. Then you got the White Sox plus eight fifty. The Braves ten to one, and my New York Mets ten to one. Should I go down, Dave, to your uh, no, team? Please you don't, don't want to. Please don't. It hurts. It, it, it hurts my feelings, and it, and it really does ding my the credibility of calling Pittsburgh the city of champions. I can't really do it as long as the Pirates are there. I I, I long ago. 15 years or so ago said they just, cause there were used to be when you would drive into Pittsburgh, there was a giant billboard mm -hmm. and it said city of champions. And there was a big Steelers helmet and a pirates hat. I think they now should just amend oh. it, put the asterisk city of champions asterisk and the pirates. That's the oh, only that's way not bad. To, to still make that claim. Um, Maybe yeah, the they could are, claim to be the city of gross bare feet on seats. Cause that's sort of where the odds would suggest uh, they, they reside there. I mean, it's, you know, it's embarrassing, obviously, that <laughs> this is where they're projected. But I think I'd love to do uh, something more fun than the Dodgers. It's just so hard to go against them because of the, because the depth of their pitching, both in the starting rotation, which is an all timer, uh, what they're going to throw out there. But then the, the bullpen looks improved, actually, mm -hmm. I think. Um, from where it was five months or so ago. So it's really hard to go against them. Now, the Padres are going to put up more of a fight than anybody has in that division of late. But on the other hand, I'd love to go with like the Cardinals as a, for instance, who, who don't look like world beaters on, on a piece of That's paper. That's my team. Yeah. Is that right? That's we're I doing like it again. Them. We, we, we skunked uh, Illinois, but we're going to do it again. What are they? All 22, right, well, that's 22 to one? I, I like that because okay. it occurs to me that at least the Braves have to go through the Metropolitans and at right. least the Dodgers have to go through the Padres, I mean, like the red legs are the, are the biggest threat here to, to, to the Cardinals this season, the way well, things I'll, are I'll say this, this is an even bigger embarrassment for your pirates. I don't even know if you realize and it was a weird year. Cause everyone played like 58, 60 games, but your pirates were the only team to not make the playoffs in that division. <laughs> so when you say it's easy to go through them, it's a, I, I don't know. Everyone was like 30 and 28. Um, so it's it's different, but I, well, I see what right, you're saying. Right, but you, you talk about those uh, repeated matchups that you that you mm -hmm. bemoan so much in hockey. Well, that's baseball, obviously, and has been forever. And the Dodgers and Padres have the have the benefit of playing this side right. of the Pirates, the three worst teams in in the National League. Right. What do you think though about this jive? And I don't know. By the time it ha they better not, they're going to, and I'm really going to be sick about it. The DH. I don't think I've I don't ever know. had a DH I, conversation with. I, li I like, I like, uh, I like. You could probably find some inconsistencies on stuff I've said before. I like the National League batting a pitcher. Sure, I just do. of course. Yeah. What's, what's the point of the skipper otherwise? Yeah. What, what, what are we talking about then? Joe Torre, the outsized praise. Well, maybe he deserved it. I guess they did win a ton. Mm -hmm. um, 
but it was all just every every piece about Joe Torre, every interview, every day. It's like it's about managing the the egos and the millionaires and, right. and all that sort of thing. Like, yeah, I guess so. If you, if you're in the American League, if you're if you're not constantly evaluating, um, you know, swapping pitcher out and whether when you're going to put in a bat at just the right moment and everything, it really does diminish right. the value of the skipper. But beyond that, it, you know, it's the game, and it also fascinates me too. One of my favorite uh, sort of paradoxes in all of sports is the idea that the every pitcher who you watch in Major League Baseball mm-hmm. was surely the the best and 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 probably wasn't even close the best slugger. You got to keep on it going, high school right? Team. Yeah, had to be. And that, and, but when they step into the batter's box in the major league, it looks like they've never held a bat. I yeah. mean, like, what is the drop? What is that owed to? Why do they look so goony? Like somebody who's never thrown a ball before equivalent. They like, they hold the bat. What the hell happened to you? Were you hitting home runs four years ago against whoever? The stance is weird. Years ago, we used to say throwing like a girl. But yes, it's the equivalent of putting a mid on your opposite hand and Mm -hmm. trying to throw. And that's what these guys look like. Yes, you're right. They should look better. But it does make sense that they bat 071. Because, uh, you know, uh, some of the best 400 hitters in college aren't going to make the major leagues by practicing every single day. And if you're not going to, you're going to take BP for one minute a day, um, it's going to show. And the overall. deficit in that nine spot in your lineup mm-hmm. is a, a key detail in how baseball games go. And when sure. you negate that and instead plug in and you, you juice it up to say like, no, instead of having a, a, a an atrocious batter who is going to, um, derail any little rally that we might try to get going in this half inning, but I guess we could try to bunt uh, the uh, the man on base and and, and yeah. all the strategy that goes on around that is negated. Instead, no, let's just plug in maybe the best hitter we have right in the middle right. of the lineup. It's just dumb. What, I, I, I It's just what it's I talk not about. I can see both sides. And by the way, you just cried about watch, exciting. having to watch Oral Roberts for two hours. Like, why do I have to watch this team? Like, all right, you're gonna watch Jacob Degrom bat. Uh, 109 times. It's the same well, kind of but by the way, that's all as a matter of fact, in the age of free agency mm-hmm. and, um, you know, wild swings and differences in what major league baseball teams pay for their roster. It also gives you, it gives the Yankees, it gives the halves mm-hmm. a bigger advantage than they already had that they're, right. they're plugging in. Who do you think if the Pittsburgh pirates oh, suddenly if a DH that's uh, another rule is enacted in the yeah. National League. Who are they plugging in to, to combat who the Yankees are going to use as their as their uh, cleanup hitter? So the it's Pirates going to make it war. It's going to make it even uh, a bigger disparity. It's ridiculous. The Dodgers are expected to win as many games as the Pirates are expected to lose. One oh three. It's almost exactly the same. Give me the Dodgers over, by the way. I mean, I was one oh three. My God, I know that's a, I know that's hefty. But like I said, they play there. They have a lot of games against three of the very worst teams in the league. Well, I feel um, that's why I'm taking the Cardinals uh, to go sixteen and three against the Pirates. I think it's nineteen games, right? Um, Yes, that sounds right. And I like them over eighty six wins. I like them to win the World Series. I believe that's twenty two to one. You said uh, you like them too. They have. Nolan Arenado, that was the biggest signing of the year, the offseason. I don't know what happened with him and the Rockies, but they're like, here, go, and here's $51 million. We're going to pay your salary. You got Paul Goldschmidt. He's in his third year. I really think that is a solid, solid lineup they well, have. Arenado was, was... I know the numbers should go down. a little bit, and they, yeah. they're, there's speculation that he's not going to slug like he, he used right. to going forward here. But, yeah, by that, uh, you know, I, I not to knock your... Metropolitans. That's I like the Braves for that. If you want to value bet, I think not that that's a, a long shot that the Braves would they survive the National League here. But I, but I, if you're looking for somebody fun to follow um, this season, um, I like them, them and I like their I like their staff as well. So Braves ten to one odds, Cardinals twenty two to one. Cardinals have this guy Piacenti couldn't say enough about this Dylan Carlson guy, this uh, right fielder. Could at 30 dingers, rookie. They have like four of the top 40 um, prospects. Yep. What is that? Baseball perspective or something? Prospectus? Am I saying yes. that wrong? I don't that know. That sounds right. There it is. So, all right. So, Dave, you are going to go Braves 10 to 1. I'm going to go card. I'm staying away from my Mets. I know it's disappointment, but I'm betting the ground for really? Cy Young. I'm doing, I'm, I'm bet, I'm, individually, I'm betting all of it. Make a case. Are you just trying to do the pessimist bit and, no, and so that you'll be happy when it comes because you don't want. That this, because that, like I said at the start, this is part of it. Yeah, when you're favored and you're heavily favored, you just feel relief when you get over the hump. That's you don't right. feel joy, and that stinks about being a sports fan. But 
I think you got to put a little something on your metric. I'll put a little something on them and I'll put okay. some on the individual players and it should be great. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, Syndergaard when he comes back, how many wins he needs. He may have to get like five wins um, from the uh, midseason on, but it's going to be fun. Baseball's back. Dave is going to be making out very, very exciting times uh, coming up. Uh, Not with any feet, though. No feet. Oh, I want to talk to you about NFL Pro Day. Yes. Now, we saw Zach Wilson's throw last week, right? Went 173 yards, something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Justin Fields tries it yesterday, rolling left, throws a bomb. It goes, and this is all the rage, right? On Twitter, on Instagram, wherever you want to look. Do we get too excited about the super long throw thinking, you know, hey, first of all, is he going to throw do this once a year, twice a year? Is he going to be asked to do this? Secondly, there's obviously no rush. Not, there's no pass rush. I just don't see how it's practical. Like, I'd rather see you um, run into a, a Kia Sorento, right, and push it back three yards into the end zone. Like, that's practical. You're going to put your head down and run or something like that. You're not going to be there rolling left, throwing it 75 yards. It's impressive. For sure. But I would say, you know, your dad's a doctor. If he wanted to be the head heart surgeon, right, at a little company of Mary in Pittsburgh, he wouldn't say, hey, look, watch me pull a splinter out of my son Dave's uh, toe. Right. Uh, That's not that's not a good audition. It's not practical. You see what I'm saying there? I do see it. And I mean, my biggest beef has always been with this with this thing. Yeah. To answer your question. Yeah. I'm not sure who it's for exactly. Is it to expose like. Oh, my, it can't be in this, maybe in 1974, mm-hmm. it was true that you had the, this was the first chance to almost literally look at a guy beyond some grainy film you got from the other side of the country. But now you get a good look at all these guys over the course of their college careers. You know their dimensions physically. You know their basic speed. What All this measurable jive. Yeah. And ask scouts about it. Ask, like, how much stock? In this era, do you put in anything that happens at these pro days or the combine or whatever? Like what, 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 give me, give me the percentage of what influences you most, your interview with him, your, the game film, those say like, oh, I mean, it's almost entirely game film. So then what are we doing all this nonsense for? And well, I think, even- I, I think because everything else equal, you're going to go with the stronger and faster guy, right? I everything so, else but equal. We, there are a lot of but, close calls when you're when you're cutting guys when you're cutting the roster down from 100 to 80 or whatever actually they only do the one cut now right it's right to down to 53 yeah, right. there's probably a lot of 50 50 uh calls there so then i think those numbers might factor in but yeah nah, you're right. you know what that is sal that's the equi- that's sneaking thinking is what it is oh. it's that that's the equivalent of focus groups this is like what tv executives do it's your job to figure out uh, if this is a good show or not, then they spend all this money and they get all the time and effort and they mm. oh script and they, they, they revise script. And then 78 scripts later, they finally shoot the pilot and they were, they cast it. No, oh, the uh, hand wringing about who can we get this actor to do it? And then they shoot the whole thing. And then right at the time of like, are we going to go with this series or not? Then they give it to a, a, a bunch of bums in, I don't know where to decide if it's a good show or not. It's, it's that sort of thing. And like, I don't know who's better. Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Not like, that We've level. watched yeah. their game film. We've watched yeah. their game film. Well, we need to decide. If Justin Fields was 0.2 seconds faster. And it's no. like, who cares? That, right. If you can't make that decision without that, uh, that information. Like I say, it's not 1974. We've, we've seen plenty of these guys. There's no member in, uh, what's the Schwarzenegger picture when he goes to Mars? I don't know why I can't think of it. Uh, Twins. No? Yeah, no, I don't Total think recall. so. Total oh. Recall, right? Okay, twin like twins. De, uh, <laughs> Devito is with Schwarzenegger. Remember Schwarzenegger? Uh, he's he's looking for Quato, and he thinks he's found him, and he's like this six foot guy who's blonde. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is Quato," and he unbuttons his shirt, and then the little creature is attached to him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Open your mind." You don't what? have there's no, there there are no what secrets. What the hell like are we talking about? I'm <laughs> telling you something. Those secrets aren't there. There's no like <laughs> okay. going out at the All combiner right. pro day shirtless. Like, wait a second. Do you know the actual reason he's good is because 
He's got an alien creature going like, open your mind. Like that, that, We <laughs> don't have Christ. these secrets. What do we need all this nonsense for? You already know who you're dr drafting. And if you don't, shame the devil. But you yeah. knew when college football season ended who you were drafting. Well, and not just you, Jacksonville, either. You know who you're taking to, Jets, if you stay in that pick. This is nonsense. There's no... There's no uh, yeah, but no, that's not true. Because the Giants surprised everyone. There's always a surprise. And then no one had Daniel Jones on their board. And like some... G GMs, you know, that for lack of a better term, have a hard on for players and against players. But that's that's uh, I don't know. I hope they shake it up. I don't want it to be one, two, three uh, like they would, we're doing Lawrence uh, Wilson Fields. I want to see some fun stuff go. Well, uh, they Panthers I, step up or something. I keep saying, well, see, now we're in smokescreen phase of the draft. Now, well, my reporting shows that uh, that the Niners traded up to get mm -hmm. Mac Jones. Did they really trade up to get Mac Jones? Do you think that the Niners, when uh, when it's draft, the third overall pick, San Francisco 49, Alabama, Mac Jones with Justin Fields sitting there and We've Trey Lance. And other, come on, that's why? Because he made that throw. God, there you go. You're just another one, just because of that big crazy throw. It's a, it's the other shirt. side. It's a, football season is what you should look at if you're evaluating football players, not right. the nonsense of of pro days, and you shouldn't regard August either as as any meaningful uh, evaluation of the players for September. It is the Civil War reenactment. I'm it, with it. It looks right. It just it, we it, could talk it about this right. forever, but nothing's nothing's you know, tit for tat, right? At you least know, put you got your, Trey Lance oh. didn't play against you know top ranked defenses. He didn't have. Uh, he also didn't have. Uh, you got to you got to figure out guys like that too. So all right, at least put your helmets and pads on so that it at least approximates what it's I like, like when you're in a game. For goodness' sake, what it was, I I could throw a ball ten. I bet you I could throw a ball ten yards further mm. without the helmet and pads than with them. By the way, when I throw a touchdown pass to an NFL player, I am not wearing a helmet and pads. You're not going to wear one. Okay. I will if you want me to. Anyway, <laughs> get back to this uh, tit and tat you were talking about. No, uh, I want to get to Remind me of my baseball game experience. Mike. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, tits wow. Tits and tats and everything. See, now he's kissing and telling. Uh, Michael Strahan fixed the gap in his tooth. I heard. And I feel bad it. for him. Well, first of all, that what took so long? Just do it. Um but now everyone tells them they're missing the gap. Oh, the gap looked so much better. Like, no, it didn't. He looks better now. And that's why no, he, he did doesn't. It. He looks better now. Come on. What do you mean? I mean, he if, he, if he were a 16 year old child and he, and he, he was like, oh, yeah, and you never knew it by the time he was 18 and got to college and you never knew the difference. Then that's one thing. As we talked about just a couple of days ago, I think. Terrell Davis and Brett Favre both had braces in the yeah. Super Bowl. They're grown men. Like, well, too late. Now you didn't get your teeth fixed in time. The world knows what you look like already. You can't now change the fact that it's uh, it's too late. I don't care for it. It's, 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 it's not too late. You got the GMA gig already five years ago. Yeah, but I bet. Teeth don't fixed. you think? I think he loses out on some endorsement deals because of it. And I oh think he can God, get it back. I do. I do. I don't oh know. God, I, I don't think a lot of people think it's as adorable as... Uh, <laughs> As maybe you do, but uh, I didn't know. I didn't know he was hurting for revenue. So none right, of these well, guys are. What? What are you talking about? Why? Well, none of these guys are. They, they do that, ridiculous things. Good Morning America, for goodness' sake. Is that, All right. Well, by the way, that's a, a different that's a pretty story. Good career. If somebody would have told you 15 mm -hmm. years ago, a guy in the NFL in uh, in 2021 is going to be hosting Good Morning America. How far down on the list do you think Michael Strahan would have been for you, Sal? Well, um, seems like a pretty big stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, <laughs> the giant say, guy, the the giant, the literal giant guy with the space between his teeth. Yeah. I would say year okay. seven, he should have to fix his teeth. And that's what happened. <laughs> but do they redo the Hall of Fame bust with Strayan? Or does it that I mean that's that's a legitimate question? If someone significantly mm. changes his or her look. Um, so like if Holyfield went in with the ear mm -hmm. and then would they go back and amend it and take a chunk out of it after Tyson bit it? Right. Kind of good call. Thing. Good call. I could take it to, to an extreme if uh, Bruce Jenner was a football player. That's a great, well, that's, that's your number one, right? Yeah. That go. would be, that would be weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a fine question. I wonder, did anybody, there's that famous one of Gene Washington who went on to be, you know, one of the front office muckety mucks of the NFL. There's that one where he takes his helmet off, his mm -hmm. 49ers helmet off, and his hair goes like poof. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Are there, I, I, I'm not sure. I've been to Canton. Are there any guys who have gigantic afros or mm. really long hair? Snake Stablers, so. he's got all the facial hair. Dion's got the the whoopee on his head. Right. Um, do they change it? 
it does make me think about um you say bust hall of fame bust i have to remind you again bust our rangiest word in the english language <laughs> If you are, are you talking really, about feeling up the girl at Dodger Stadium again? Is this what, what this is going? If you want to, that's one way you can okay. apply the word. You can also, if you're if you're really exemplary mm-hmm. at football, they give you a bust. Also, if you're terrible, you really flame out in football, mm-hmm. then you're a bust. Also, boobs. Also, to break something. Mm-hmm. Also, to be happy, I'm busted. Also. If you arrest somebody, you busted them. Yeah. Did so, you say, uh, I mean, it's similar to some of the, you mentioned, but if you hit on 16 and get a seven, that's bust. the first word. You there bust. You go. Look at that. Bust. Yeah. What a word that is. Oh, I didn't even realize, Joel. Is this true with the stray hand thing? I mean, people are speculating. It's, it's, you know, this would be uh, the internet talk, but Dave, it could be an April Fool's prank by. I think if you went the other prank. way, it would be an April. Like, well, oh, he's missing a tooth. What happened? I, I don't. I don't know. This. This isn't a great prank. I don't. Know. What you don't want with an April Fool's prank or prank in general is is the reaction that I had to Michael Strahan fixing the space in his teeth. Like, did you hear about Strahan fixed his teeth? My reaction was, huh. Yeah, sort of like when I told Tony Dorsett that my grandfather saw him play when he was at Hopewell High, oh. and uh, told called my father on the phone to tell him I just saw a guy who's going to break every record in college football, and he's heading to Pitt, and it's really exciting. And I said, Tony Dorsett, isn't it amazing that you know, thirty years later, here we sit in Los Angeles, and my grandfather made that phone call. My my father treated you at Pitt mm-hmm. when you were there, and now I'm sitting talking with you. And and Tony Dorsett similarly said, Huh. Yeah, well, because he didn't like you call him Dorset, because thirty years later he's Dorset. No. no, but then I said, because of that story I just told you, can you grandfather me in into the proper pronunciation of your mm. name? And he said, sure. Do so they that, change so we, that so on his bust? Piece. Is there a phonetic uh, spell? I wonder what goes on. I don't um, know. So you're so you're advocating that we do need to fill. Uh, so Joel is saying that's a pretty good one. That, that that's going to be a pretty. Uh, where what do we give that? Um, April Fool's joke then, Sal, if if uh, that does, in fact, get revealed that that's just uh, what's the jo- what's the joke? It's I mean, I that, that's kind of what it is anyway. Right. Right. Like, who cares? Like, right. The know. reaction is like, yeah. ah, what was the, the guy's name? The greatest April Fool's joke mass uh, April yeah. Fool's joke was Sid. Uh, what's his name from in Sports Illustrated? Sid Finch. Yeah, Finch. the Met that player that could throw 121 miles an hour, right? Yeah, 135, yeah. wasn't it? 135, 130, yeah. something like that. And that was it, good. But you just, you just had the the catcher couldn't, you couldn't react in real time. So, but Sid could always hit the glove right in the mark wherever you put the glove, yeah. he would hit it every time. Damn it! Because they were afraid if we ever put him into a real game, he would kill somebody if he hit them with the ball. But I felt like it, it so took angry. months to figure out that that was a prank because <laughs> Sports Illustrated was all we had, and there was no internet or nothing, and there was no Joel Solomon to say, "Hey, this, I think that's a prank." But yeah, what are you going to do? Well, um, we just about did it, Sal. We just about yeah. Let's get going. I have I'm one more question for you, and I'll let you take this yourself because I really don't okay. care. Godzilla versus King Kong. It gets released today. I'm putting Godzilla at minus 180. Well, this is as lame as Batman versus Superman. There's some backstory that we don't know yet. I'm not reading about this movie, but of mm. course, Godzilla has has the uh, has the fire. You know, he, sh- he shoots fire. So mm-hmm. what are we talking about? It's like it's the same thing as when people would tell me about who would beat Darth Vader. Like, you know, like well, Darth Vader would beat all. He would beat anybody right. in a fight because he has the force. So you would never get within uh, 50 feet of him if he didn't want you to. He just like he would just think bad about you. He would just do this to you. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. You get strangled without uh, coming into his, uh, his zip code. Same thing with Godzilla. Like, oh, look. The the uh the gorilla's coming at me like look out Godzilla here mm. he comes like uh, like oh I I turned him into dust that's the end of the well, movie well as we what saw, are we gonna do with this move what kind of movie is this it's the same thing like how would I I didn't see Batman versus Superman but how did how was that a fight now I, I don't understand what the backstory was of that it's like when remember when Superman fought Ali though on the cover of that comic oh, book? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Same yeah. thing. Ali was mighty, but Superman would probably win that fight. Yeah, but Sid Finch would beat Superman. I think we all agree there. 
I don't know. I, I would be too busy making out to uh, pay attention to what's happening out there. But. I asked my son, my 15-year-old, I'm like, Godzilla or uh, King Kong? I was like, I think By like King five Th- to one. This is, this is like Buster Douglas think so? Tyson type. Oh, off, really? Right? So I, I said King Kong. I was like, he's agile. He's like, yeah, he's a gorilla. He'll crush Godzilla. He's like, dad, don't be stupid. Godzilla survived like a mu- nuclear bomb or something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I smacked him in the mouth. I said, no, you don't call me stupid. <laughs> I'm dying here. I can't even get through this hour long. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a few days to ponder this one in your infirm state. I don't want to, I don't want to spring it on you. If you were pairing, because we already saw a predator and alien fight too. And uh, for, you know, full disclosure, I don't like jiving people. I didn't mm. see that one either. Either, even though I loved alien and predator separately, I don't need to see them together. Mm. Batman and Superman. Now King Kong and Godzilla. I want you to consider the best possible matchup you could create between movie characters that are human beings. Mm. Human beings, no powers, no powers. You know, that's the trick. Because if you're Superman, you would never lose mm. a fight. Travolta uh, in Pulp Fiction against uh, Danny DeVito in Twins. No, all right, let me think about it. I will think of, about oh, it. Oh, but well, I, I, I'll just say it again to you, Sal. Yeah. So you get, so you know where... Open your mind. <laughs> that's what Quato says. He opens the guy opens his shirt, and yes. then next thing later, the guy shoots him dead. The taxi open cab your driver. mind and open your email and uh, send us a note at the extra points gang at gmail.com. We went over a lot of stuff. Our basketball picks. Should there be a pandemic parade? What's the uh, alternative for Cinderella? Because UCLA is not a Cinderella team. Opening day talk. Oh, and if you're the uh, lady that they've. Um, made out with, yes, you, you should email us and I would love to hear her side of the story. The extra yeah. points gang at gmail.com. <laughs> I like I like her side of the story. Want to hear her it was side. A dark, it was a dark incident in her life. <laughs> I'd rather not recall. Do you want to make out at every stadium? Is that what you're doing? Is that your idea? Okay. Yeah, let's go for that. Let's <laughs> okay. <a little> <laughs> I got to start making up for lost time. Though. Is it a different, uh, is it, uh, am I like, uh, I'm not, <laughs> I don't I I understand that there's some trafficking news going on here. I don't want to I don't want to run a file oh, of the law by flying right. anybody to the wrong. No, know. I got you. Well, no, it's you and Morgana the kissing bandit. That's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got to catch up with her. <laughs> yes, for sure. Catch up on minus three with Davey as Jeff Schwartz on. They talk about this Pac-12 debacle. If you should be rooting for the Pac-12, he's really good too because we we talk about. The Russell yep. Wilson thing. I think it's reached a point now where the Jets really, if the Seahawks had like great news, Jets, the big day has arrived for you. We're going to trade Russell Wilson. Mm. You give us the second overall and give us the next year's first uh, first rounder and this guy and that. And be, I think Joe Douglas would be like, nah, I don't know. I don't think that's a great idea. He might be. I think you miss it. And a lot of people forget this very key cog that he has a trade veto clause and he didn't show any interest in going to the Jets. He had four I, teams he was interested in. And if the idea is to win the Super Bowl, you're not picking the Jets. If he was, you know, if anyone could trade him at any time, it's a different story. If John Schneider comes to him and says, hey, Russ, great run and everything. But yeah. I know you wanted to move on, you know, New York, you had something. We worked out something for the Jets. We're going to ship you over there. <laughs> why, would he, would he be so like, good? nope, I'm yes. not leaving now. Yes, he would. Yeah, he <laughs> would. Really He's like, I'll, so? yeah, I'll take okay, my chances. I'll stay. Okay, I get it. You scared me. I'll stay now. What All are you right, talking about? What's, why? I don't think he wants to be there. He made it pretty well, clear he doesn't want to be with they Pete just, They just anymore. locked up Tyler Lockett. They just gave him like $300 million. So they're, they're taking care of him. In, uh, anyway, that was a fun conversation. And yes, we'll have Do Kevin that. Hench, which won't be a fun conversation. But I is. It, it will be entertaining, I can assure you. Everybody who listens uh, has yeah. hit me up to to tell me how much they're enjoying listening to it, even though Hench is very contentious. He's very unpleasant. Oh, contentious. You actually have the word Hench, the name Hench and contentious. And Henches, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we never thought of he that. Was, when he was on Fox Sports uh, a while ago, remember his little segment at the end, he would be like, and that's it. You just got Hench. Oh, my God. I do remember that. <laughs> we got to take him off that podcast. That's crazy. That girl at Dodger Stadium got hit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, listen to Minus 3 with Dave and Kevin Hench and Dave and Jeff Schwartz earlier in the week. Listen to Laugh Lines. Uh, we had fun there. We are going to, oh, against all odds, we're going to pick the winner. Final four teams. I mean, you heard me here. I'll just say it again. Uh, coming up this weekend. And what else? Joel, what am I missing? Oh, the Betting Academy with Perk and Gina Paradiso. And we got... 
Card Wars. Card Wars. I love the. I, I love the. I love the the bones of this uh, Card Wars. You do uh, right. I, yes, I like it too. Fun. I'm not sure that I'm ever going to see any of this money, but I gave Paul Aduka and I gave his friend Caleb Keller, and he's very much into the uh, card game and the trading game. And I gave them ten thousand dollars each, and they have thirteen weeks. Whoever can turn a bigger profit gets a prize, and uh, and they're going to do breakouts, live breakouts for. You home the Joe Schmo to get free cards too. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. When is that, Joel? Friday, the Instagram breakout? We're going to hopefully do it uh Friday. And you should listen to the podcast because Paul has already said he's going to give away the jersey off his back, his Matt Harvey Mets jersey. We will have a <laughs> trivia question from the show. We're already giving out prizes. He's crazy, this Laduca. I'll tell you, it's it really is good times. I love the way things are coming together. What, nine months, ten months into to doing all this? You got yeah. uh Sal, the established uh uh funny man. Everybody knows his gambling, uh, oh. how good he is at the game and, and his pals on against all odds, but rising stars like Eddie Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And you got the, his pal Meatballs doing the puck yeah. on minus three, and Martin Weiss is sounding great. Yes, Lemon, Lemon Pepper, Pepper Parley, Parley, Martin and Rob Parker. Parley. I'd say it's uh, it's gangbuster stuff. It's a lot I'm gonna going to go on. make out. There's a lot. There's a lot to stay uh, up on on Twitter. I'm 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 promoting stuff uh, 37 times a day, but I love it. It's all really good content, and I want to remind everyone out there, even though you may feel like underdogs, remember you're all my favorites. We got through it. <laughs> <laughs>